Welcome to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast, where we're sharing stories and advice from the entrepreneurs, business executives, and community leaders, sparking the rise of the greater Bentonville area, which represents one of the fastest growing and most dynamic cities and economies in the United States, and is nestled in the Ozark Mountains of Northwest Arkansas in the heartland of America. I'm your host, James Bell, and this special series spotlights the Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit, featuring live recorded conversations with the thinkers and the doers shaping the future of global tech right here in Bentonville. We're bringing together voices from the event to share their company stories, personal insights, and those unique hashtag Because Bentonville moments that define our community's character. Join us as we explore the innovations and experiences that are driving growth and fostering a culture where technology meets the essence of Bentonville. Okay, let me introduce you to Dr. Ranu Jung, who is the Associate Vice Chancellor and Founding Executive Director of the Institute for Integrative and Innovative Research at the University of Arkansas. Dr. Jung, it is a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for taking the time to talk with me. It is my pleasure to be here. Would you share with the Bentonville Beacon audience about yourself? What should they know about you? I think what they should know about me is that I'm a dreamer and I dream big and I want to think about a future or I think about a future that is bright and beautiful. I love that. A future that's bright and beautiful. Um, and you're doing some of that through a large part of that through IQDAR. Will you talk about IQDAR? What's it all about? What are you doing there? So... You know, IQDAR is a dream, and it's a dream that has been conceived right here in Northwest Arkansas when the region has thought about how are we going to blossom this region itself, right? And as part of that thought process came this idea that in order to move economic development, in order to move research, in order to grow this region differently than some others, let us empower the university to have an institute that can support novel research, innovation, convergence of sectors, and come up with a new institute that can support this vision and this dream that is Northwest Arkansas. Oh, wow. I love that. Um, would you like to share what some of the sectors are uh, that you are interested in, in IQDAR? Yeah. So when we think about uh, IQDAR, right, what we, what we looked at and said is, we will take on what we call wicked problems. Problems that don't have a simple solution, that cannot be done by one single person, that address big grand challenges, that require us to be adaptable, and that require us to take risk. And then we looked at what's happening here, right? And what is happening to our people? What's happening in Arkansas? What's happening in the middle of our country and na nation? And what came up and percolated up was what we are calling integrative health. And that is well-being of ourselves, you know, what we eat, how we sleep, our behavior, how we exercise. Sure. All of that influences our health. And so we started thinking about it. That's a big, big, wicked problem of how do we make sure that we have got health and well-being of all. So we have taken on that problem as our grand challenge. And in that context, we are thinking about health tech, 
food tech and cyber operations. And we have to bring the convergence of these vectors together, as well as in terms of looking at not just research per se, right? But convergence of sectors of research, of integration of philanthropic groups that are there, the private industry, the non-governmental sector, the non-profit sector, all together to solve socioeconomic situations, the policy situations, as well as new innovative solutions that we will be able to address to give us all good health and well-being. Oh, that's neat. You know, as somebody who uh, came out of the industry of health tech and med tech and healthcare, uh, this this just, uh, well, this lights me up. This makes me excited. Uh, and I like that you're leaning into integrative health. I like that there's this wellness component of it, really. That's one of the things I, I repeatedly have thought about in that industry is why we seem to put sick care at the forefront would really, it should be wellness so that we don't need a sick care system. One of the things that, that you mentioned uh, is food tech and it's food as medicine, right? Do you want to talk about how food is medicine for a moment? Because I don't think a lot of people think of it that way and it's so important. Yes. So I think, you know, the, obviously food tech, if there's food, the food sector is very big. There's food security issues, right? But it is also, what are we going to eat? Whether it is nutritious, is it going to be accessible? How are we going to get good food from the small farmers to the, our local markets, to the bigger businesses? You know, we need a financial platform that will be meaningful for all of that, right? So we need to think about the food sector itself as a bigger platform. We have a fantastic ag division at the university. We know Arkansas is a very big ag, there's ag space. We have a rural economy. We have a big protein, you know, the world leader in protein production here. So we have all of that, but at the same time, we know that food is important for health. Food is important for sustenance, but food is also a national security issue. So we think of all of that and we say, we need to be making sure that it is accessible. It is currently available. It is sustainably produced. And we are thinking about a future when there is a global rise in the population and we may have to think about new ways of getting food production. And in this, there may be alt proteins that need to be thought of, sustainable proteins that we think about beyond what we are doing today. And that's the beauty of being in academia too, right? We can afford to think of a 50 year future and we can also be doing things that are uh, impactful in the next five years, 10 years, 20 years. Absolutely, well said. Um, so, Obviously, um, we're here at the Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit. And just a few minutes ago, you were named by the Greater Bentonville Area Chamber of Commerce as the EY Innovator of the Year. Will you talk about that? What's that all about? Well, first, I'm so grateful and so thankful and honored to have that award. But let me say, innovation is not a single person sport. Right. It is a team sport. So it is an award, not just... It's not, it's not about me, it is about a team. It is about the ecosystem here. And when I think about innovation, you know, I think about innovation as not just a technology, and we are at a tech summit and we think about gizmos and products, but it is really about innovation is about bringing solutions in many different ways together, right? So it may be, it may be ways of thinking, it may be ways of processes, how you put those together, how you come up with solutions that are impactful. So innovation is actually a very broad, it's a very broad base. 
And there can be innovation in many different ways that actually gives you a solution that is deliverable and deployable and that will have a significant impact. So I like that. You know, I often tell people that innovation is basically it's what you said. It's not the solution itself. It's the process of getting there so that you deliver the right solution to solve the actual problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that that's really cool. Well, congratulations on that award. Congratulations to you and your team. Thank you very much. Um, the next question I have for you is what I call a hashtag because Bentonville story mm-hmm. uh, question. Will you tell me a story? And this is um, a story where you look back at it and you think that could only happen in Bentonville or maybe it describes the essence of this place. Sure. Can people see the screen? They can. You see this? You belong here. You walk into this place, Northwest Arkansas, and what do you see on the momentary shouting out in pink, you belong here. This place has a unique situation. It is, think of it like a baby and a toddler growing up, an excitement of people coming together and all sectors, right? There is the private industry, there is the philanthropic organizations, there is an entrepreneurial spirit. This is what did I hear? 36 people a day coming into this yes. place. Only in this place can you think about a future where people say, are you crazy that you are going to be able to deploy solutions? It's like, no, we are not because we are together. We have the ability in this place, unlike in many other places, to not only think of solutions, not only produce solutions, not only deliver them, but actually deploy them and be able to move them at scale. So converge and together find the solutions and then distribute and impact at scale and really globally ultimately. Uh, that is that is well put. You just described uh, Bentonville that, I want to say it's a place that punches well above its body weight and that is true all across the region, the Northwest Arkansas region uh, and is a place where a lot of magic happens. And you're right, that the reason that you belong here sign is on there is because I get to choose the pictures that are on this side, this side and that is my favorite sign in Bentonville because it invites people to come here. And I'm a firm believer that we should not only be thinking about how we include people, it should be bigger than that. It's that people come here and not only feel, they know that they belong here. They know they belong here and that they belong here as part of a big dream and a bigger, a really a bigger thing than themselves. And that's what's attracting these 36 people a day and growing. You said it, they allowed them to dream. And you know, in the beginning, I said, I'm a dreamer. Yeah, well, that's, that's right. got, what got me here too, right? This ability to be in a place where you can dream big and you are not, you're not limited by your imagination. This is a place that allows you to think and imagine big. And, 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 you know, we will together deliver on that big. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think that's a nice place to leave this, uh, this segment. Thank you so much, Dr. Jung. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, next, let me introduce you to Justin Urso, who's the founder and uh, small business owner and He's also the director of the McMillan Innovation Studio at the University of Arkansas. Justin, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me today. Hey, what should the Bentonville Beacon audience know about you? Oh, that's a loaded question. Uh, I would say first and foremost, uh, I've been with the University of Arkansas now three years. Uh, just really amazing time at this point in my career. 
being able to give back to students, mm-hmm. working an incredible uh, group, group team there called the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation and uh, working at the McMillan Innovation Studio. Most recently, we picked up additional responsibility in managing the new ma- the newest master's program, the Master's of Science and Product Innovation. So really excited just at this point in my career to be giving back and, and being part of a, an incredible university and uh, be sharing with programs with students that I wish I would have had when I was an undergrad and a grad student years ago. Yeah, you bet. Will you talk about that Master's of Product Innovation uh, program real quick? What's that all about? Yeah, so this is our inaugural year. We just started it. We have our first first cohort that kicked off in August of 2023. So we are deep in recruiting for next year. Uh, but it's really a product innovation program designed really to, to meet the needs of organizations today that are looking for the next wave of product leaders. So I would say it's heavily focused in product management principles, you know, teaching students, you know, how to understand, how to get a product from zero to one, how to go to market, how to work within an organization, how to be innovative within an organization. We teach a lot of things like human-centered design, product management principles, applied research, principles of prototyping and design. You know, it's really a more focused version uh, program that, that I think product leaders will, will thrive upon and allow them to network, connect in with the community, and maybe pave the way for for a brighter future for them. Oh, that's neat. Okay, well, what about the McMillan Innovation Studio? What's that all about? The McMillan Innovation Studio is just incredible. So that studio started back in 2016. It was really a retail tech and innovation lab, uh, working with some some like last mile delivery services, scanning technologies. And then in 2018, it morphed into this this really innovation studio. Uh, found it, the foundation of that was around human-centered design, building design teams. Uh, one of the leaders that had come in had done a lot of work with IDEO in California and brought those human-centered design principles in. And so what we primarily do is we work with students, undergraduate students, they form interdisciplinary teams. So they're made up of business students, engineering students, design students. And then we work with organizations primarily in our community. And those could be all the way up to Fortune One. Those could be all the way down to like a local homeless shelter. And so they present us problems. And with those problems, what we look for is, do we know who the end user is? Is the problem ambiguous? Meaning it's open to different ideas of of interpretation. And then lastly, are they willing to provide a stakeholder to be involved with us? And we spend 12 weeks with the students, teaching them human-centered design, you know, working to do customer discovery, empathize, understand what it's like to be, be in someone else's shoes, ideating, building solutions, prototyping it, and testing it, going through that whole flywheel. So that's our foundational program in the studio. And then from there, we have a product teams program where we teach product management. Um, typically, if something shows commercialization opportunity, we like to dive into that just a little bit more and then bring students along that into kind of that go-to-market plan, that zero to one, as we like to call it. Well, that's cool. So you've got the McMillan Innovation Studio teaching uh, uh, about how to solve problems and end up creating those products. Uh, and then the uh, Masters of uh, Product Innovation uh, program. That's pretty cool. Those all go together. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Talk about your businesses. You, you got some uh, uh, businesses that you founded. Will you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, my my business or small business and startup journey really started from the University of Arkansas. So I was a student in 2012, 2014 in the executive MBA program at the University of Arkansas. And I participated in this new venture development program. Today, it's run by Sarah Goforth. Mm-hmm. Uh, years ago, it was ran by Dr. Carol Reeves. And that, pro- that program is managed by the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation, which I work in now. And so I, I hold a lot of... Uh, I'm very thankful for for being able to be exposed into that program. 
because it gave me a foundation to jump off and start my business. So uh, from then, 2014, started a, a startup company that I ran for six years. And along that journey, found out a lot about what I liked and loved. You know, it, it's definitely an interesting journey. But in 2018, uh, my wife and I, business partner now, we started Big Box Karaoke down in Fayetteville, yeah. small business, love it. It's been, this is our fifth year anniversary. And then along the COVID journey, we started a marketing agency called Concord Adams. That's cool. Well, that that's wonderful. So yeah, Big Box Karaoke is well known in the uh, community as a fun place to go. It's a it's a very fun place to go. Just uh, there yesterday. <laughs> awesome. Um, it would be cool if you imported that into Tech Summit somehow. Um, it would be. That's a yeah, good idea. We should. Ooh, we should get you together with Chris Adams next year and figure we'll out how you, can, how you can make that happen. So Tech Summit is having its 10-year, the Northwest Arkansas Tech Summit this year is having its 10-year wow. anniversary. Uh, you're one of the OGs as far as attendees go. Uh, you've been coming since the first year. Could you talk about those experiences and then what you're expecting to get out of this year? Yeah, 10 years. It, it's been it's been incredible. I mean, the, the biggest thing about all of this is just seeing the growth in the community, you know, of the, 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 the industry, you know, the, the tech leaders, uh, companies that are not from this area coming in here to be part of this product leaders within these companies being part of this. Um, for me personally, 10 years ago, it was just about kind of getting my feet wet, getting exposure into this industry. I didn't come from a traditional tech background, mm -hmm. so it was a networking opportunity. And it's grown larger, bigger. We're going to see a, a, a human flight tomorrow. I mean, that sounds awesome. Um, so it's been exciting. I, I'm, I'm just excited to see where it goes from here on forward as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm especially excited to see this guy fly around on his jetpack. I thought they were going to do the demonstration inside when Chris was initially announcing it. And I was thinking, that <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I... As uh, knowing how much jet fuel it takes, because I talked to the guy who had to go pick it up. I don't think that sounds safe to do indoors, but it's really it's cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you've been around Bentonville quite a bit. Could you tell us a hashtag because Bentonville story? That's something that happened where maybe it can only happen in Bentonville or mm. describes the essence of the place. Do I have to come up with the hashtag or, or just just the just story? To just the story. Bentonville. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Two weekends ago, I, I took my my kids camping at Kohler oh, and neat. just just an absolute incredible experience. So we stumbled upon we knew it was going to be a nice weekend. We wanted to find a campsite. Most of them were all reserved. But somehow at Kohler, which you reserve months out, typically yeah. one was available, took them out there, got an incredible campsite, brought the bikes, went mountain biking, hung out at airship for a little bit, played football out in the field. I mean, it was just an incredible weekend. We, we ended up doing stuff downtown, ended up at Waffle House one morning. I mean, we were cooking at the campsite. It was just, it was a magical moment to just be in this city, have that connection. You know, what was even more magical is some of our friends were at a campsite just down, just two, two spots down from us. Oh, let's see. And then we were roasting s'mores, you know, roasting marshmallows over the fire later that evening. Oh, that's that's so cool. I think I want to take my son out to camp at Kohler. Yeah. And it's cool because you're you're right there and you can hop on your bike and be in, in town very easily. You can get coffee at yeah. the airship uh coffee that's in the middle of Kohler that you can only get to by trail by, by feet by or yeah. by uh bike. But yeah. yeah, cool place to go. It was incredible. Glad you got to have that experience. Um all right, last question. Uh, this question kind of takes me back to uh early in this show we're closing on the 100th episode and 
Uh, I bet for the first 10 or 15 episodes, I asked this same question. Uh, Justin, if you had a superpower, but that superpower came with a limitation, what would that superpower be and why? That's a very obscure question. So I, I have to give an obscure answer, I think, with this one. Excellent. Uh, we could probably, I'm not going to go with traditional flight because, you know, that's what everybody would choose. But, you know, I love karaoke. You know, I love singing. Uh, you probably don't know about this, but, but I love seeing Lana Del Rey. And <laughs> so I, I probably want to go, if I could transport Lana Del Rey's voice into my voice and sing, you know, a collection of like 10 to 12 Lana Del Rey songs at karaoke, right? It was only, it would only happen. The limitation would be it only happened for a period of time. So, so give me one hour with Lana Del Rey's voice and me to be a really incredible singer at my karaoke place. That would be my superpower. That is solid. I'd like to see it. <laughs> you would like to see it. I'd like to see it too. Uh, great. Thanks, Justin. Thanks Thank for you. coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Let me introduce you to Randy Wilburn, who is the founder and CEO of OnboardNWA.com and the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Randy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's always good to see a friend. <laughs> well, say, same here. And it's it's not Randy's first time on the show, by the way. No, no. Uh, it was just fairly recently. Uh, July, we, I believe. Yeah, yeah July. Yeah, so yeah. go back and check out that episode uh, after you finish uh, this one and you'll get a much fuller story uh, about Randy. And it's a really, it's a great episode. Uh, Randy, what would you like the Bentonville Beacon podcast to know, audience to know about you? Well, I, um, so like you, as you mentioned, I, I am the founder of both uh, I Am Northwest Arkansas, which is a a hyper-local podcast, which covers the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life here in the Ozarks. It's it's the podcast I would have wanted when I moved here in 2014, mm -hmm. but it didn't exist. So in 2019, I created it. And then out of that, I created a hyper-local job board called OnboardNWA.com, which really is is built to meet the needs of the, as, as, as of the time of recording this, there's 13,757 small businesses in Northwest Arkansas, under 2,500 people. So um, there are is a huge need for small businesses to have help when it comes to talent acquisition, right? Not everybody can be a Walmart or a Tyson or a JB Hunt and have a fully involved talent acquisition pipeline. Smaller companies, even some of the companies that are represented in this in this event that we're at here for the NWA Tech Summit, they need help finding and attracting talent and then keeping that talent. And that's what Onboard NWA does with a hyperlocal job board and all of the tools and the skills necessary to help a company be successful as well as to help local job seekers be successful too. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, you took my next question right out of my mouth, <laughs> which is absolutely perfect. So I'm going to take this opportunity to tell the audience that if you haven't checked out the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast, you better. Um, you can listen to both these pod or watch both these podcasts. And, the, and Randy does a fantastic job. I would say, Randy, in, in this region and most places that you have by far and away the best podcasts out there. And I really mean that. Thank you. I appreciate that. It, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. We put out an episode every week. Um, as I say, every Monday, rain or shine, there's something new dropping. And uh, specifically this week where we, we, we sat down with um, a, an entrepreneur who cut her teeth 
in the business world and decided to take her skill sets and abilities into the the whole arena of of um, running horse barns. And so there's all kinds of interesting stories that we get to tell on on I am Northwest Arkansas. And we're very excited and, and thankful for the privilege to tell great stories like that. That is cool. I'm going to check that one out. Absolutely. And I know it is a lot of work to do a weekly podcast. It is. Obviously, this one uh, is as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about Tech Summit. This is your first time here. What are you expecting? It is my first time. Obviously, I'm fully aware of Tech Summit. And, you know, I, I honestly came in here just hoping to meet some new people, see some old friends like you, and to make some connections. And actually, with what I'm doing with Onboard NWA, it's actually perfect for me to come into an event like this and really connect with a lot of different businesses that have needs. And then also, it also helps me to understand what this marketplace, what this community is looking for when it comes to technology. And I mean, we're seeing all the different areas represented, healthcare, uh, AI, uh, community-based uh, tech support. I mean, all of that plays into this um, IT and security. The, I mean, there's just so many important areas. And as we continue to become more of a, a, techni a technology-based society and with the advent of AI being what it is, we need, to, we need to be on the cutting edge of information and knowledge. And so I see events like this where it's three days of condensed, high-quality information. This is, these are the kind of events that you should participate in, especially if you're not fully aware of all of the, the, the technology advances that are out there in the marketplace. And the best part is it's happening right here in Northwest Arkansas, one of the fastest growing parts of the country. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, at any given time, uh, there, well, as you well know, that's why part of the reason you created your, 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 uh, onboard, uh, nwa.com is that there's about 11,000 jobs open in Northwest Arkansas. Easily. Yeah. About 20% of those are tech roles. Yes, absolutely. And so, yeah. you know, it's, it's really just mind blowing. Uh, if, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, the next question I have for you, Randy is, um, Give me a hat, uh, what I'll call a hashtag because Bentonville story. That's something that happened in Bentonville where you look back at it and you think, I think that can only happen here. It describes the essence of this place. Yeah. Well, I think only in Bentonville can you go to a building and, and ride into that building on your bike, ride around that building, um, and, and experience what it's like, um, for a cyclist to be able to commute to work. Uh, and, and commute to a building that's actually built for them. Yeah. And that's the beauty. And I'm speaking of the ledger, which for those of, for the uninitiated, the ledger is an amazing building right in downtown Bentonville, not far from the square. And the ledger building was built with the bike owner in mind, with the cyclist in mind. So if I'm a small tech owner, tech um, entrepreneur, or just a small entrepreneur period, and I have a space at the ledger, I can ride my bike to work and park it almost basically at my office and it is perfectly suited and set up for the environment that we're trying to create in Northwest Arkansas of more people on bikes using alternative transportation and providing them with the necessary resources so that they can really take advantage of that. 
Yeah, I love that building. And it really is. It's kind of that building in many ways is a reflection of your podcast because it is the intersection of art and culture and business. It is. Every conference room was designed by a different artist and is named after that artist. All of the beautiful um, uh, inlays of of, uh, bugs that are are in the ground, the scarab and so many others. And I've taken the, the, um, what's the other one? The, uh, What's that? Uh, oh, I, I'm I'm losing. Um, the scorpion. Oh yeah. All of them. I mean, each each bug represents something different that's in the ground. You have to go and visit. I'm I'm telling you, if, if those of you that are listening, if you haven't been to the Ledger Building, it's just a great building. Go have a cup of coffee on yeah. the bottom floor. You can go visit the Walton Museum, the mm-hmm. Walmart Museum, which is right there, uh, and that's phenomenal in and of its in and of, in and of itself. But there's so much to see and do there, and you can even book a day pass and go go work at the Ledger and really take it all in. And by the way, the coffee there is amazing. So oh, it is. Yeah, Airship it's, does it's excellent. So. Airship does a fantastic job. They really do. They when you, really when do. you need a break, you can grab a bike over at Specialized at one of their only three experience centers in the world. Yeah. And go shred some trails. Exactly. Slaughter pins right down the road. I mean, you've got a little bit of everything. And so when I tell people about Bentonville, it's like, this isn't the Bentonville that people remember 15 years ago. Uh-huh. This is a different place and it's growing by leaps and bounds. And there's all kinds of opportunities for people that are moving here. As you said, there's so many people coming here, 36 new people a day yeah. are relocating to Northwest Arkansas, but then there are already so many people that are here. And what, what, what is happening in Bentonville is special because you guys are setting the standard for what this area can really be. And you guys are thinking five steps ahead of, of what this community is ultimately going to be by creating buildings like the ledger, by redoing the whole downtown area. I mean, the square is amazing. All of the wonderful restaurants that are there. I mean, you know, it's just, I mean, you don't have to go that far. You can stay at 21C. You can take it all in. You can eat good food. You can visit the brand new li- the library that's about, about to be done over. They're, they're pumping like $23 million into the library, the Bentonville Public Library. I mean, there's just so much happening right in the downtown area. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, I just realized that my next question I have for you, the final question, uh, could also just apply to somebody who's been gone a while and came back. Right. But, uh, okay, are you ready for it? Here's yes. your final question. I, I haven't am. told you what the question is. Okay. If aliens landed in Bentonville for the first time and perhaps across northwest Arkansas, what would you tell them? If aliens landed here, I would tell them that what they're experiencing in Northwest Arkansas is the future of what the United States is going to be like. Because I do believe, and I know that sounds a little hokey, but I do believe we're setting a new standard for what things can be like from a diversity perspective, from an employment perspective, from a jobs creation perspective, um, from an education perspective. We've got the University of Arkansas. We've got a little bit of everything, but they, they, there's a reason why they call it the heartland. And when you think of the heartland and the importance of that and the, the, the a beating heart, right? If, if the heart is not beating, then things are dying. And the heart is beating really strong here in Northwest Arkansas, which is one of the reasons why this is the heartland. And so I would tell an alien that what you're experiencing here is what the rest of the country is about to be like. That is perfectly said. Thank you, Randy. Thanks (laughs) for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Good luck today. Thank you. Thank you.
Okay, next, let me introduce you to Jack Short, who is the Director of Operations for the Greater Bentonville Area Chamber of Commerce. Jack, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a, it's a great morning here at the NWA Tech Summit, and I'm happy to be here and enjoying everything it has to offer. So, yeah. Wonderful. Will you share, will you share with our audience about you? What would like, what would you like them to know? Uh, I'm a Bentonville native. I grew up here in Northwest Arkansas, specifically Bentonville, uh, and graduated from Bentonville High School in 2017. Uh, ended up going to UCA to play football and, uh, play school as well. <laughs> uh, but worked at the uh, Conway Chamber after that and then just moved up here this year and, uh, am enjoying everything that Bentonville has to offer. And I'm, so excited to be here and within this organization. So yeah. wonderful. What's your uh, what's your favorite thing about football and what position did you play? I played tight end. Uh, my favorite thing about football is just the organized chaos of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just very calculated and uh, it's a great mixture of a whole lot of uh, fast moving people achieving one goal and that's scoring touchdowns. And uh, it's a ton of fun to, to achieve that goal and score a bunch of touchdowns. So, yeah. Cool. Well, we're both co-workers at the Greater Bentonville yep. Area Chamber of Commerce. Uh, what in the world is a chamber? Let our let our audience know about that. That's a great question, James. Uh, we like to uh, take our stake as the front door of growing, building, and supporting businesses, especially here in Bentonville. Uh, but chamber work, in a nutshell, uh, is being a community resource, specifically on the business side of things, to connect you with uh, all the resources you would ever need uh, and allow you a platform to meet other individuals, network with great resources, especially in the area, uh, and have an opportunity opportunity to grow, support, build businesses here in Bentonville. Uh, so, but chamber work in a nutshell, um, I take a more of an unconventional approach to things. And it's, to me, chamber work is helping people. And that is it, helping people with anything that they'd ever need. Um, and at the end of the day, if your goal is to help people, you're going to be able to satisfy and really uh, give them the resources that they need. So you're yeah. spot on. You're spot on. I mean, ultimately, it is about people. Yes. There no business has ever made a decision. I like to tell people the people within them make decisions. No and so if you can help them solve what they're looking to do, you're going to have some uh, pretty satisfied folks and some folks that are, are being successful. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, the Greater Bentonville area, will you describe that for our audience that may not know uh, what our footprint is? Yes, uh, the Greater Bentonville area specifically is Bentonville, Centerton, Key Ridge, and Bella Vista. Uh, and outside of that, I mean, that that is our framework of who we encompass as the Greater Bentonville Area Chamber of Commerce. But uh, the, the chamber membership itself, our member base, it's international, it's global. Uh, we got people from all across the world who are members with us, and it just makes for a, a very fantastic experience as a chamber member. But being an employee working with the chamber, it is awesome. You never know who you're going to pick up the phone and talk to. Uh, and there's just a phenomenal, phenomenal member base uh, and just regional regional area. So, yeah. Yeah, you bet. Well, Bitville is a city that has truly global connections, and to many, it's surprisingly uh, global connections. So I guess it shouldn't be surprised that our chamber has such a diversity uh, of members. No doubt. No doubt. Um, talk to me about Tech Summit. This is your first Tech mm -hmm. Summit. What are you expecting to get out of it? I'm expecting to really just experience it. I've learned through, you know, setting up the entire event with Chris. It's been a phenomenal experience with that 
But I'm excited to experience it, get to network with people, learn what all of these fantastic organizations have to offer uh, and learn from a lot of their key representatives giving a bunch of keynote sessions, breakout sessions, plenary sessions. Uh, there is content for everyone and I'm so excited to just be a little part of it. So. Excellent. Yeah. Well, as somebody who's from Bentonville, you must have a few of these, but I would love to hear a hashtag because Bentonville story. Yeah. Yes. So you know the drill. It's a story about something that happened where you look back at it and you go, I think that could only happen in Bentonville. Right. Uh, mine, um, it just speaks to Bentonville itself, uh, just all the amenities with it. But my favorite because Bentonville story uh, is walking at Osage Park right across the street from Thaden Field, uh, the Bentonville uh, Regional Airport uh, in the city itself. I'm walking my dog on a beautiful park, just scenic around a lake and everything, just enjoying everything that Bentonville has to offer when it comes to the trail side of things. And here comes two game composite airplanes, almost back to back, flying right over landing on the runway itself. And to watch them come in and bank and maneuver, I don't know, 50 feet off the ground right above us was just surreal. And you just have to like laugh and you look at the runway and you're like, oh, this is just Bentonville as they land. And you see a P-51 in the background and a whole bunch of different airplanes. You're like, this is just Bentonville. This is what it is. And so it's a beautiful place, great place. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in my life. So, yeah, same. You know, I love going to Osage Parks and w Osage Park and watching planes take off and land. Oh, yeah. And I think this may be one of the only, if, if not few, airports in the world where you can see a P 51 take off or an air, a carbon fiber aerobatic plane, the oh, yeah. Game Bird by Game Composites, or you might see. Um, a helicopter takeoff with bike strap to the side yes. of it. Oh, and I do have another story. Yeah. Uh, being out at the lake, there's a great lake called Beaver Lake here in Northwest oh, yeah. Arkansas. Uh, and so it's early morning, about 6.30, we're out there. And you just see that exact helicopter with all the mountain bikes hanging off the side of it. And you're like, you know, you don't typically get to see that ever. And no. so uh, it's a pretty cool experience just to be able to witness all that and be around it. Yeah. So that's everyday life for us. So it's, it's a ton of fun. It's kind, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I'll, I'll add one more uh, before we uh, go to the last question is that you're just as likely to see an experimental aircraft fly in like an electric plate or something yep. uh, while you're there uh, as well. Oh yeah. Um, the last question I have for you, Jack, is if somebody, and, and as your coworker, I really am looking forward to hearing this question, the answer to this question. It's uh, if uh, somebody were to make a movie about you, what would the title of that movie be and why? I kind of gave a sneak preview into what that word, those two words would be. Um, for me, I think the best uh, movie title representative of my life would be Organized Chaos. I use that to describe football. Um, and you know, that's a huge part of my life, but, uh, when you really are around a bunch of organized chaos, you can really realize how much that attributes to your own life. And so I'd love for it to be organized chaos. There's been so many wild and wonderful experiences that have been in my life and they've just been a whole bunch of organized chaos. So I want to trade it for the world. So I love that. And I may borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Jack, thanks for taking the time uh, yes, to thank spend you with for having me today. Yeah, it's been great. Okay, let me introduce you to Katie Thompson, who is the Executive Director of Science Venture Studio. Katie, welcome to the podcast. Um, well, thank you. I was oh, going to say I'm glad to be here, but we haven't gotten to that point. Oh, well, <laughs> we're on now. Yeah, we're on. What would you like the Bentonville Beacon audience to know about you? 
Oh, what do I want people to know about me? Um, I, that is a great question. And it's like, what do I want people not to know about me? Um, I think the biggest thing, and I know I said this last year, but I love nature. Um, I love the outdoors. I love going um, backpacking. I love going trail running. I love anything nature related. And I think that's why I just love Northwest Arkansas and Bentonville too, is that there's just ample opportunities for outdoor recreation. And, and what you're telling the audience is true. I know this because I see it in my Facebook feed all the time. <laughs> it's amazing. You're always outdoors. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. And what a perfect place to, to do that it's, in. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Will you share about Science Venture Studio and what is it you're up to? And if you have any new news, we'd love to hear that as well. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so the Science Venture Studio, we help very early stage science and technology companies with federal research funding. Um, and so for the audience, um, federal research funding, that's agencies such as the National Science Foundation, Department of Defense, Department of Energy, National Institute of Health, um, all of these agencies. And there's 13 different agencies, but they offer funding for small businesses. And this is typically your pre-seed stage companies um, that, you know, they're past the idea stage. They've developed some proof of concept and they're like, okay, I think this could work. Um, and then we help them with um, access that kind of funding. And a lot of times I'll get people that are asking about the science venture studio, asking about the funding that we offer and they might go, yeah, that's not for me. But what I like to do with companies is go, you know what, I want to talk to you. And there mm -hmm. could be something that's there that you're not aware of and that we, you know, really kind of explore what kind of funding could be, uh, you know, available for the company. Um, but there's a team and I can't remember last year. I think we had recently expanded. Um, we are funded by the Walton Family Foundation. Um, and so, you know, we're able to do a lot of the support that we're able to provide because of their um, uh, support. Um, but we expanded in 2022. Um, and we now our team has continued to grow. Um, we have about uh, 10 technology mentors that we can pair oh, wow. a company with. Um, and the technology mentors range from, you know, people that are experts in, um, you know, even like, um, like medical devices all the way to, I know we've got some computer science, uh, engineers that are on there, um, all the way through, um, to, um, chemical engineers and all that, you know, that their expertise in some type of technology. Um, and basically if a company comes to us, no matter what industry that they're focused on, we'll have a technology mentor that can go, okay, this is, this is what you could do to develop your technology, not only to get the funding, but also to grow the company. Yeah. So we have the, we have 10 technology mentors. Um, we have two startup solution specialists, um, which these two individuals help the company understand their IP. If there's anything that needs to be, you know, patent patented, um, or even what does that process look like? If it's licensing the patent or, you know, just talking about the, the structure of their IP, um, and then overall business development too. Um, they can help with that. Um, we have commercialization fellows, um, which this is one of my favorite. And I'll tell this, I, I tell this to whoever I talk to, but one of my favorite parts about the Science Venture Studio is we have these commercialization fellows, um, which are application. I don't know if this is going to go live 
now, but uh, or soon, but our application, weeks, okay, application for this semester will close or for next semester will close November 1st. Um, but what date? November 1st. November 1st. Yeah. Okay. But these are students, graduate students uh, from, you know, primarily in um, Arkansas. So not just University of Arkansas, but, you know, any um, student that graduate student that has any kind of interest um, in working with a very early stage science and technology company, we will pair that uh, fellow with the company to help them understand their market opportunities. Um, and, um, and a lot of the fellows that I get, it's really interesting. Um, the, uh, they're typically, some of them have some kind of, um, market or, um, like finance background and all that. But what's really interesting is that most of these fellows have engineering backgrounds or mathematics backgrounds. And so they, want to explore what it looks like to start a company, um, sure. but they're in the engineering field. Um, and so, you know, they're focused on their research, but they just want to have this experience. So anyway, really great program. We get about five uh, students per semester um, that we compare with the company. Um, and then we have a, a scientific illustrator now on our team that we compare com um that scientific illustrator, if a company needs some kind of graphic, um, and we're exploring like the AI or yes, our AI piece too with that. Sure. And like, how can we, uh, use AI as some kind of imaging, um, piece too. So really it's interesting, um, the things that can be done with AI, but anyway, but that scientific illustrator can help the company with any kind of illustration that needs to showcase the technology, because like I said, we're working with early stage companies. Yeah. They don't have, they might have a prototype, but they have no idea what it's going to actually look like. And so that scientific illustrator can give them, help them with that. Um, and then most importantly, we contract with a grant uh, consulting firm uh, called Gray Inc. We've been working with them since the beginning. Um, but that Gray Inc. is able to provide um, in the trenches support when it comes to like writing the proposal um, itself. So we have, you know, that mentor piece, but we also have the grant writing piece, too, that the, the um, Gray Inc. can write you know, parts of the proposal. Um, and, you know, our hopes are that with all that support, that company not only can be successful with an SBIR or it's a federal research funding uh, um, uh, opportunity, but they can also be successful on the long term, you know, as far as, you know, being successful, uh, you know, com company once they get through this yeah. pre-seed stage. So Gosh, I know these, that was a mouthful and I talked so much, but that that's was what we're up to. A lot of great information that people need to hear. I got to tell you, having started a couple of medical device companies, I wish I had access to any one of those components that you mentioned. Yeah. Even something like scientific illustration, like or or drawing a product. Uh -huh. That's expensive. It's expensive. I, yeah. I, and now my when you mentioned the AI part of it, I'm like, oh man, you're just thinking about I, I'm thinking about one particular device that we spent thousands of dollars uh -huh. getting a proper rendering of what we had in mind because there wasn't anything like yeah. it. And I'm thinking about how AI could have maybe not gotten us to the end game, yeah. but could have gotten us a long Good way. start. Yeah. And no, it's, a, it's incredible. We, we've along. been playing with yeah. it with um, internally with SVS or the SVS team. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa, this is like some really, really cool stuff. Yeah. yeah.
Absolutely. Um, well, let me ask you this. So we're at the Northwest Arkansas Tech Summit. I think it's your second or third time year. Um, what's your experience been like in the past and how's this year shaping up? Yeah, um, I think it's a great question. Um, it's really interesting. You know, this year it's um, held at the Rogers Convention Center, mm -hmm. which um, last year it was held um, just on the Bentonville Square. Yeah. And I like there's it's a different feel. Um, and like the one at the Bentonville that was at the Bentonville Square square i loved that one because it was you were able to see like bentonville and you yeah. were able to like walk and like i know there was a couple of times um that and i don't know if i can say this but i'm going to that like we, there was a a few people that you know we would be meeting and be like hey let's just go grab lunch yeah. like let's not do the lunch here let's just go and grab a lunch that's um, perfect though and so but it was it was a good where we kind of disengaged from the um, conference for a little bit. We had just a one-on-one -on -one or, you know, a couple of us, just more of an intimate converse conversations. Um, and so there's, there's a pro to that, but like with this one, I love how centralized everything is. Mm -hmm. And I love that I'm able to go out into the foyer and able to see so many people um, and able to make some just really quick connections. Like one, for example, I got to meet um, Esperanza yeah, from AADC, yeah. which I've been, we've been emailing each other back and forth. So I owe her an email. Um, but um, I was able to meet her in person just for a few minutes. And even we were talking about, it's just how valuable it is um, to be able to see somebody in person just for a few minutes. Um, but, you know, and I do like, and I'm, I'm pointing like the audience knows like what's behind <laughs> us or what's in front of us. But, you know, yeah. I love this piece too, where there is, um, you know, all the vendors and stuff that are in this centralized location. Um, and it's definitely, you can feel the buzz too. Yeah. And, you can. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I too miss the, the, uh, the, the, the more intimate feel mm -hmm. of that conference, but we've grown so big. Yeah. That and we it had is. To come it's, to the it's incredible. It, it is really incredible. Um, the, amount of people that are here. And that's what I was thinking today to come in and just seeing how NWA Tech Summit has grown over yeah. the years to where now it's like, it is like the premier event to come to um, that, you know, people were talking about months ago Yeah, um, that, you know, and it's just, it's cool. We call it the premier tech summit in the heartland because it is. It, because it is like 100%, like, Absolutely. Yep. Well, um, let me ask you a hashtag because Pittville question. Uh, you had a great one for us last year. I'd love to hear one this year. What's something that's happened to, with you in Bittenville where you look at it and you go, that could only happen here? Who? I know. And I was trying to think, what did I say last year? And I think it was the whole, like, you know, I was able to just to take somebody to lunch. Um, but I'm trying to think because Bittenville, um, And I've, well, I've got to tie it back to my kids too, because I've got two kids. Sure. They're now nine and seven. Um, and, you know, I don't know if it, this is a story of like, because Bentonville, but we're able to like, there's so many opportunities for my kids um, to ex explore their creativity and explore the, the environment and stuff. I mean, even going, I mean, Amazium is one, one of the places that we love to go, but now my kids are getting older they want to go see the artwork and go to Crystal Bridges. Um, and then there's also the, um, 
and I'm blanking on the name, but we go every year. Um, it's right outside of Crystal Bridges. Um, Whispering. It's outside. Whispering Springs, is, is it? it? Is, is it Something that? like that. I can't um, remember the name. But it's like it's that those kind of experiences that I'm able, I didn't get those experiences growing up um, in the town that I grew up in because um, I was, grew up in a very, very small town um, in Northeast Texas. But I'm able to like share these experiences, like getting to experience it myself, but then able to see my kids experiencing them. Um, and I hope that it's given them some inspiration to, you know, be whoever they want to be. But wonderful. So I don't have like a because and I'm trying to think oh, totally I've met fine. so many yeah. people and I've met and that's one of the cool things. Um, even like going to like um coffee shops. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that would be a because Bittenville, you know, going to Onyx that's just right on the square, and then you're able to meet so many people and like it and so I think that's a because Bittenville. Um and you know, or going to a restaurant and like you're able to like yeah. yeah, make some connections. Well, so. ex- ex- look, I go to Onyx wow. on the Square and and Airship and the different locations that they have. And sometimes I go there to work on the work that if I get interrupted, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, because I know I'm going to see people I know or meet completely new people doing some really cool stuff. Yeah, another and one. It's, like it's a the, great opportunity. The ledger is another, just an opportunity exactly. that you can just go and work. And then, you, like you said, it's okay to be interrupted. Yeah. Um, because, um, yeah, just the, the conversations that you have and then just the networking of like, ooh, I can connect you with this person or, ooh, I want to learn more about that. See, see how I can get involved, but. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You mentioned restaurants a moment ago. So yeah. we'll close with this final question. Uh, if you could only eat at one Bentonville restaurant for the rest of your life, <laughs> I know that's hard. What restaurant would it be? I think, and you know, I was going back and forth between pre- press room and the preacher's son. Oh, yeah. Um, I would have to say the preacher's son. Like I just, I love it. Um, I love the food. Um, but I think, and I don't know if this was part of your question. I love the atmosphere. Um, and so I think if I would had the chance to like go to the preacher's son, yes, eat the food, but then experience the atmosphere for the rest of my life every day. I think uh, that would be okay. If I could afford that, I would. Oh yeah. 100%. But I love <laughs> press room too. Yeah. I only go like on like special occasions, um, celebrations. Um, but when I go, it's like. Yeah, it's good. You betcha. Katie, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you. Thank you to our Bentonville Beacon audience. Our incredible guests and your enthusiasm and engagement truly make this podcast a success. It's your commitment to discovery and connection that mirrors the spirit of our community, ever vibrant and forward moving. Please consider sharing these episodes with friends and colleagues to extend the reach of the insightful discussions held at the Northwest Arkansas Technology Summit. Each discussion shared adds to the rich tapestry of Bentonville's narrative. Revisit all of our episodes at bentonvillebeacon.com or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay in tune with the pulse of Greater Bentonville. Until we meet again, 
keep embracing the discussions and ideas that exemplify Greater Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas. Places of innovation, community, unique charm. Places where you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. See you next time.